Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. It's time to hear from you. Kendall and Casey present Voicemails. Brought to you by QC Kinetics for non-surgical regenerative medicine treatments at 317-559-PAIN. I'm so sorry you have just reached my answer. 317-684-8444. 317-684-8444. That's the phone number if you'd like to call. Leave a message. And then maybe if your message is interesting enough that's the key right we are in the entertainment business so you got to be interesting you got to be entertaining if it's one of those two things you might be able to tell your friends and family did you hear me on the radio uh it's the kendall and casey show i'm rob abdul's in for casey today and call number 10 wins a free pizza <laughs> well you know abdul we've said for a long time the reason we do this is because these airwaves are very valuable it's very valuable real estate and I know some people will take just random phone calls. We are not risking that on this show. Uh, we are going to control what gets on, and we're going to make sure that you, your phone call, is living up to the very high expectation our audience has when it comes to being entertained. You see, my first uh, days of being to talk radio shows, oh gosh, back in like 2002, more than 20 years ago, uh, we used to basically uh, producer producing our own show. Yeah. So we had to run the board uh-uh. and do the calls and no producer, no those calls. No screener. dump button, no nothing. No, no dump button. Sound alive on a wire, right? We, we talk about working without a net. <laughs> And those days were awesome. Uh, so anyway, 317-684-8444 is the phone number. I, full disclosure, I am the one who vets the voicemail. So if you're looking to get on the air, say things you think I might approve of and or be interested in. All right. So uh, one of the things that amazes me, Abdul, and I've said this and I will continue to say this, is it remember in Happy Gilmore where he's like, just tap it in the hole, Happy. It's just a little <laughs> tap, tap, tap The ball's right there. You just got to tap it in the hole. In the Republican <laughs> primary to me, the tap it in the hole, it's property taxes. Even if you have no plan, and, 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 and just so just so we make it clear, we're not we're not we're not using Freudian slip here or euphemism. You're literally talking about tapping it. Yes, <laughs> like I mean, there's just it's just just like the property taxes in a Republican primary be completely out of control. It's like a freebie. At least Curtis Hill, when we asked him about it the other day, he doesn't have a plan, but at least he was like, "Yeah, that's bullcrap. Somebody better fix that." You know, of course, you would be the one to fix it, but none of the other people. And no one, including Curtis Hill, have an actual concrete plan to deal with property taxes. And to me, in the Republican primary, at least, that seems like the biggest freebie winner to get people to go, well, that dude has a plan. Or in the case of Suzanne, that girl has a plan. I may not like the rest of it, but at least they got a plan to fix property taxes. None of them seem to care. Well, I, I think they care, but we got. what you also got to understand, too, is that the state is limited by what it can do with property taxes in the sense that property taxes for the most part are dictated you know, by local assessments and why by, is that who and, makes and, the rules and, and by local spending who makes no, no, the no, rules hold on hold on for a second there chief let's let's ease off the accelerator who makes the rules <laughs> see folks hey we got through a, an hour and 36 <laughs> minutes before we before we got into it with each other <laughs> ease off ease off there sparky <laughs> um with with that said though a, a lot of a lot of our property tax bills are basically driven you know, these days by market 
forces. It's the old free market. It's what a, what a house goes for, what a house sells for, and, and the assessed value. Now, I think there are things you can do on, on the assessment side of things, and if you're sort of an owner-occupied home over 65, I think there are some things we can do with the property taxes to make life a little bit easier, a little bit more affordable uh, for folks to live in their homes. But the, the state's hands are tied for the... A, a, lot, a lot of the hands are tied, uh, but what happens with, with property taxes, because a lot of it is driven by local spending and market forces. So... What a lame-ass excuse. Even for you. It's true, though. They make the rules. This is always the thing that the state lawmakers do. I'd love to help you out, but that's a local issue. As though they don't make it a local issue. They're in charge of everything. And this is what these lawmakers do all the time, and you know this. When it's something that's hard, they go, well, that's a hands-off, Johnny. Local issue, local control, local domain. But when it's something that they can be Johnny Tough Guy on that's not going to have ramification, they seize power like it's going out of style. They always want their cake and eat it too. And they could fix this. They could step in. They could change the system. They don't want to, though. But they see, don't but, but, want but, but, to. Here's the question, though. What would you change the system to? Well, first of all, I think it's the whole form of taxation is totally unjust because you never actually own your home. That is ridiculous that the government taxes me on something they have absolutely nothing to do with they had absolutely no no no, no but, but 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 then again but then again if you get rid of property tax okay let's say we got rid of property tax yes great then how do we pay for the services that the home receives that make, which makes the homes valuable it's the police it's the fire it's the, the schools it's the sewer because i reject your premise that the state of indiana needs a 44 and a half billion dollar biennial budget I work. Well, the state of Indiana government. doesn't get that. We're talking. We're talking no, about. No, we're, no, talk, no, we're, but, talking, we're talking about local police, local fire, okay. local roads, local sewer, local schools. Right, right. So there's two parts to your question. Number one, we have a gross excessive amount of revenue. The Capital Chronicle detailed how these scumbags. Now, Micah told me not to use the word scumbag. Uh, Heathen, what was the word? I forget what word he told me to use. We went over it earlier in the show. These terrible people at the state, our state lawmakers, deliberately plowed through $3.1 billion just right to the magic number and then changed the law so they didn't have to give people a refund. I totally reject the fact that there's not enough money laying around. I also reject, as I watched the town of Brownsburg School Corp, Brownsburg Community School Corporation, literally buying homes so they can demolish them and build roundabouts and not tell residents about it. They have so much money construction is everywhere i don't except for a moment that they're the well the schools would cease to exist if we didn't have property taxes exactly as they are today no i didn't no i didn't say schools would cease to exist my question is how would you pay for local government services Uh, the whole the whole tax code is screwed up the whole and and let's let also let's not forget when they raised when they capped air quote because of course they didn't actually cap the property taxes because the school corporations anytime they want can use public money unless you have rob kendall on your side to put a referendum forward and just blow through communities and raise taxes so we're not actually no, no, but, but, but even the referendum's part old friend the decisions put uh for, to, for, to the locals locals can say hey look we want to raise our property taxes to pay for construction operation costs or we or we don't and and i would argue that referendums are not necessarily about the money about the relationship that your school district has with your public abdul so in brownsburg let's use brownsburg as an example that we got outspent a hundred thousand when you factor in the taxpayer funded consultant that they hired a hundred thousand to three thousand you're going to tell me that in any community that doesn't have me on their side and the and the microphone that i have and the and the blueprint that i or the footprint that i have 
that that's a fair fight, 100,000 to three, when they're using public money what to I would, tip the scales? What I would argue is you need to create Rob, Rob Kendall RK Consulting uh, LLC. I'm here for the <laughs> to people. Help you, to help you fight referendums. All right, point on all of this because it's voicemails. <laughs> because we maybe we'll have this more of this conversation next hour. Uh, people are like, you guys are being so nice to each other today. It's uh, so disappointing. Yeah, an hour and uh, 40 minutes, folks. That's how long it lasts. Somebody <laughs> caught up with Mike Braun at the Hendricks County Fair and asked him what his plan was with property taxes. And here's what he had to say. Hey, Rob, you asked the question of what our candidates for Indiana governor think about our property tax deal. I happened to run into Senator Braun last night at Hendricks County Fair right before the rainout, and I asked him what his plan was for Indiana property taxes and why I should vote for him. He stumbled around and said that the smaller um, counties and everything aren't feeling it as big as the bigger cities, but we should wait four to five years and we'll finally reach a stress breaking point to where that will start ticking the um, property taxes into the lower thing and the assessments and everything will start bringing it back down to normal. But we just have to wait that four or five years, regardless if people are struggling now, it'll eventually work itself out there. And it's something that he might look at, but it's something that he thinks it'll fix it himself. And I asked him about the break last in case of emergency abuse of the referendums, and he's stating that smaller counties like Jasper, where he's from, need it to survive to get more kids and stuff in, and that the free and reduced lunch is part of that, that they need to withdraw money into that to stuff onto their thing so they can keep an operating budget and that referendums do serve a place and that there is no intention, if they do any legislation on property taxes, they are not going to close that loophole. So we're still going to be used as a piggy bank no matter what happens. So there, I mean, look, you have it. At least he answered the question. If you vote for Mike Braun, you're getting nothing on property taxes. If you vote for Mike Braun, the referendum clause, which we all know is totally abused. You were there at the time. The premise of the referendum clause and why it was put in the Constitution was for emergencies that could not be foreseen. It wasn't because administrators might have to take a pay cut if we don't pass referendums. That's complete crap. So now we know if you vote for Mike Braun, you're getting absolutely no help on property taxes. He's going to tell you to kiss his ass, and the referendum clause is going to stay exactly as it is, and school corporations, whenever they want, will be able to use public money to raise your taxes. So now, at least he answered the question. People can vote and move forward accordingly. All right. <laughs> yeah, this is your turn. <laughs> No, I was looking up. I was looking up something uh, right there, real quick. Uh, uh, here we go. Here's the thing on, on on referendums, and I've said this once, and I've said it, I've said it again. Cause I remember the I remember the the great property tax debate uh, back in 2006, 2007. They got Greg Bad elected, which scared the hell out of Indiana lawmakers. Like, hey, now we need to do something about these property taxes. Yes, uh, because Indiana, the 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 issue has always been, you know, is property taxation a fair way to fund government? And we can have that philosophical discussion i think that's 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 a fair talk that's a fair discussion to have however uh property taxes are the law of the land and in a nutshell and referendums are also the law of the land and if you like i said property tax referendums are more about the relationships that you have between your school district and your school board if you don't like what the property you don't like the school board's doing get another school board it's just that simple all right uh hammer's gonna join us next maybe we'll get to some more of those voicemails a little bit later on in the show hammer's gonna join us next it's kendall and casey show abdul's in for casey 93 wibc